0: This is Paul Schimpoli, News Director of APPA. I am joined today by Giacomo Ray, Operations Service Specialist at APPA, and Sam Rosenberg, Director of Security and Resilience at the Association. Uh, Giacomo and Sam, thanks for joining us for our latest episode of Public Power Now. Thank you. Happy to be here. Great. Um, So I'll just uh, dive into uh, the questions. Wanted to know if you one of you could give us an overview of how APPA coordinates mutual aid efforts and what your roles are when it comes to mutual aid coordination.
1: Yeah, so I'll go first on this. Um, back in 2013, APPA formed the Mutual Aid Working Group, uh, which we call the MOG, to establish a mutual aid network for the nation's public power utilities. Uh, the MOG is made up of members from all ac- across the country. Um, as a group, we then developed the Mutual Aid Playbook, and we use this as our guiding document during disaster response. APPA's role in the playbook is as the network national coordinator. We monitor events such as hurricanes that may potentially impact our membership. Um, For us to activate our mutual aid program, the requests from membership must reach a certain threshold. Many mutual aid events are actually coordinated at the utility and network coordinator levels, and we'd only hear about it after it's completed. Um, APPA activates when we receive a request from either a network coordinator, a utility CEO, or if the Department of Energy has activated. Um, Once we activate, we establish daily calls with our network coordinators. This helps us improve communications amongst the network coordinators, and it also is a place for them to coordinate crew resources. This call also gives them an opportunity to report any unmet needs they may have, which we then can take to the federal government for assistance.
2: So that was a good overview by Giacomo. The In addition to what Giacomo just covered, um, the American Public Power Association is part of a CEO-led council called the Electricity Subsector Coordinating Council, or the ESCC. What the ESCC is is it serves as the principal liaison between the federal government and the electric power industry on efforts to prepare for and respond to national-level disasters or threats to critical infrastructure. So for major mutual aid-type events, or at the request of an industry CEO, the ESCC activates its playbook, which includes participating in unity of effort and unity of message calls to ensure that all parties are aligned um, when there's a large-scale uh, response. So the unity of effort conference calls involve The three major trade associations on the ESCC, which are APPA, EEI, and NRECA, along with the Department of Energy, to ensure that we are unified, again, in our response efforts. On occasion, impacted utility representatives will will be present to share reports from the ground, as well as any needs for assistance from the federal government. This could be like uh, lodging needs for line workers or uh, generator support from the Army Corps of Engineers. Um, and we take that information, uh, we take the information gleaned from our mutual aid working group call that Giacomo just spoke to and cas- cascade that information to DOE and our industry partners on the unity of effort call. What DOE does, and I should, I should mention DOE stands for the Department of Energy, DOE then takes the information and feeds it to the rest of the federal government and FEMA via a daily uh, call with, with FEMA leadership. A separate coordination call usually occurs in the afternoon, separate from the unity of effort call, and is focused more on unity of message, ensuring that we're giving a unified message uh, to the public, to the media. Um, and this call involves the trade associations mentioned above, as well as the Department of Energy, including their public affairs team. Um, and you know, if needed, we'll we'll bring in communicators from uh, impacted utilities. Again, the goal here is that we're coordinated on what we say and coordinated on what we do. Uh, additionally, the ESCC may stand up coordination calls with senior government and industry leaders. In the past, this has included the Secretary of Energy, and uh, in the, during the Hurricane Sandy response, uh, even President Obama. Uh, this allows for a CEO-level call to share situational awareness, any needs by the industry or the government, and impacted utility CEOs are asked to give a report out on this call. Uh, the calls that I've really do create a level of coordination that I would venture to say is better than any other industry, and allows for sharing of resources across the various segments of the industry.
0: Back to you, Paul. Uh, thanks, Sam. Um, so, one of the uh, one of the things I want to talk to you guys about more in detail was the key resources that we offer with respect to mutual aid. Uh, An example that jumps to mind uh, to me is the mutual aid playbook.
1: Yeah, so at APPA, we've actually developed and are continuing to develop free resources through our cooperative agreement with the Department of Energy. Um, All these resources can be found on our disaster planning and response topic webpage. Um, Three key resources that come to mind uh, that will immediately impact your utilities preparedness program. Uh, The first would be the Restoration Best Practices Guidebook. That's a collection of tips and best practices responding to mutual aid or working restoration operations. Uh, You can implement these immediately at your own utility. Um, It covers restoration in four sections, preparedness, activation and initiation, estimation operations, and cost recovery and mitigation. The next would be the All Hazards Guidebook. Uh, This is designed to help you in the development of your emergency preparedness program and all hazard planning. Finally would be the tabletop exercises in a box toolkit. This lets you test your utility's plans and find solutions to challenges that may come up during an emergency. It has all the tool, tools you need to prepare, facilitate, and conduct a post-exercise debrief. Uh, currently, we have winter storm, flooding, tornadoes, wildfire, active shooter, and a cybersecurity scenario. That's what I got, Sam. Yeah,
2: and so I would add, you know, due to our relationship in Washington D.C., you know, American Public Power Association is the the, the voice of, of public power utilities. We can help really cascade what our members need in a disaster uh, to the federal government. I mentioned the D, the Department of Energy and their relationship with the national labs uh, prepares outage prediction models that we receive and share with our members that that are in that may be impacted. Uh, again, these are just predictions, but they can help with planning scenarios. Additionally, um, you know, if there's needs in a local area, we can work with the uh, respective folks on the Hill to help prioritize, uh, the focus on the,
0: on the needs. Okay, great. Um, just switching gears here. So obviously the pandemic has, um, upended things, uh, throughout, um, our country, and the world, and more specifically, the utility sector, um, but I think it's fair to say that public power has stepped up to the plate in terms of um, mitigating potential exposure of mutual aid crews to COVID-19 this year. Um, so with that in mind, could you guys give me more details on on how, how that mitigation has occurred?
2: Yeah, so thanks for your question, Paul. So what we did uh, early on, recognizing that this pandemic, uh, there were a lot of unknowns, right? How, how are we going to respond? The only real-time kind of lessons learned, if you will, that we had were from, from Europe and Asia. So what we did is uh, at APPA, we coordinated with the Electricity Subsector Coordinating Council to stand up what we called tactical tiger teams. Think of these as working groups. Um, we stood have these working groups to focus on, Major areas that utilities have to focus on may have to focus on to keep their operations running. This ranges from mutual aid, which is relevant to this discussion, but also keeping control centers running, keeping uh, generation plants running, um, access to restricted areas. How do how do we get utility workers into areas that may uh, be kind of quarantined, if you will? Um, those type of issues. So we got stakeholders together from our membership, from, from investor-owned utilities, from the cooperatives, even from natural gas uh, pipeline organizations, the nuclear industry, et cetera, independent power producers, to come up with these planning considerations. And we put that into a guidebook called the ESCC COVID-19 Resource Guide. It's about to uh, be on version 10, coming out soon. Um, but this has been widely used across the sector. So focusing in on the mutual aid aspect, what we did was we brought in folks from our mutual aid working group, we brought in folks again from the other segments of the industry to think through what does a mutual aid response during COVID-19 mean? So some of the things that are included in the resource guide that helped utilities mitigate um, potential exposure of COVID-19 include a questionnaire for responding utility personnel. You know, including questions of have you been outside the country? Uh, Have you been potentially exposed to somebody with with the coronavirus? But also considerations for staging sites. You know, staging sites are generally these big, you know, parking lots filled with line trucks. Well, that may not be, and line personnel, that may not be a good idea in a pandemic situation. So scaling that down to smaller staging sites spread out and also having, temperature checks for example uh, in place at those staging sites so those are some of the things that uh, we were able to create with the escc and our members were able to, to provide input on that went broadly throughout the industry and has really helped uh, mitigate uh, potential exposure of of the coronavirus um on the APPA side we also recognized um the need to stand up uh uh, webinars for our members to share experiences of what they're going through and lessons learned uh, with the rest of our membership. So on on average, I say we had between 300 and 400 um, members on those calls. Uh, we did them um, uh, weekly and then biweekly, and um, and then they, they scaled off a bit uh, as, as summer came about. Um, but we're actually going to be picking uh, – we're going to have one coming up soon talking about uh, vaccinations. How, how does the utility get uh, access to the vaccine when they need to, to vaccinate their personnel to keep
1: them safe? Giacomo? Thanks, Sam. And I'll just add a little bit here. Um, we actually began hosting biweekly calls with just our mutual aid working group um, after these Tiger teams were formed. Um, and they would go through the ESCC resource guide, specifically the mutual assistance section, um for things that they could utilize um we had our member from florida uh, from florida municipal electric association they actually created an addendum to our national mutual aid agreement um, that would outline protocols for crew safety during mutual aid deployment um, and this addendum that they created would be agreed upon by utilities before response okay
0: great um so, you know, we're closing in on the end of the year, um, and I would love to get your perspective on how you, how you think public power utilities have uh, responded and performed to, uh, during various mutual aid events um, this year, such as power restoration efforts in the wake of hurricanes and ice storms.
2: That is a good question. Um, you know, I would almost rather we not talk about this till after November 30th. Right. Because that's the end of hurricane season. Yeah. But things are looking pretty good right now. So, you know, this was a bad year. This was a record breaking season. Uh, Storm wise. Take away the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Now add in the pandemic and you got a few curveballs you're ducking. So our members did very well. Um, we were concerned early on about shortage of um, mutual aid resources because utilities may not want to send personnel for understandable reasons. Um, to a mutual aid response, but we haven't seen that. We haven't seen a shortage of personnel. We haven't seen um, kind of a, a slow response. We've seen the opposite. We've seen a quick response. We've seen a coordinated response. And we've seen folks, uh, for the most part, staying healthy, which is really good. Um, you know, I think that uh, this year we'll, a lot of lessons were learned as far as, you know, coordination at the, at the local level. Um, and how our members can establish relationships at the state level uh, to ensure that when, and, and do that when we say blue sky, you know, when it's a nice day, when there's no storm, so that when the, the sky turns gray or black, they can, they can uh, pull out those business cards or, or um, kind of call those folks that they, they establish relations, relationships with to ensure a, a speedy response.
1: Giacomo? Thanks, and I'll add just a little bit more for that. So, we got our first test of how we would respond back in April of this year uh, with some tornadoes in Tennessee and Arkansas. Uh, Like Sam already mentioned, we saw public power's response was strong, and we saw the same level of willingness to assist, even the pandemic, given the pandemic. Um, Everyone took the appropriate safety precautions and got the job done after each event that did happen. You know, we always held lesson learned. Um, calls with our membership to see what we could do better and improve. And I think through this hurricane season, we were able to see that we did it safely and got the job done.
0: Okay, great. Um, And just kind of a a wrap up question for you. you. What would be one suggestion that you would have for public power utilities when it comes to mutual aid?
1: So my suggestion would be just, you know, preparedness is ongoing. Take the time now to evaluate evaluate your plans and exercise them to find any gaps to make sure you're ready before a disaster happens.
2: And so I spoke about kind of coordinating with your local, um, local or state, you know, officials, emergency operations center personnel during the Blue Sky. Don't limit it to that. Limit it, expand it to also the utilities in your area, your peer utilities, whether they're investor-owned utilities or cooperatives, because you never know when you're going to be confronted in a situation where you need to share resources with them. Or What impacts one of us impacts all of us in the electric utility industry. So coordination and preparedness is extremely, extremely important. Our customers don't know the difference between a public power utility and investor-owned utility and cooperative most often. So we just want to make sure
0: that they see that we're all coordinated and get the lights back on. Thank you. Great. Thank you. And, that, Sam and Giacomo, thank you for a very informative conversation. Really appreciate it. Take care. Thank you. Thanks.